All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Morelia Python Radio. Uh, we are trying out a new thing tonight. Uh, it's just me and Owen, and we're uh, playing catch-up from um, the previous weeks. Uh, it's been a long time since we did a show with just me and you. So Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and you were you were gone last week. I mean, you were... Uh... You were bouncing around down in Florida, and I was holding down the fort with with Rob and uh, doing the whole, you know, uh, Collierbridge talk. So yeah, it's been a while. Number one, since you've been here. Number two, since you know we had a you and me show. So I'm feeling neglected, um, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Okay. And uh, okay, now that we're back, we're we're good. So, uh, but yeah, um, how was Florida? So uh, yeah, Florida was awesome. Um... So I guess the herpin stuff I did. So let me start with this. So my in-laws live on, they live in Jensen Beach, which is, I guess, 45 minutes away from West Palm and maybe an hour and a half to two hours from the Everglades. So they're like right kind of in the southeast. That's uh, cool. Right on the coast there of Florida. Okay. Anyway, um. Jeez, I've been going there for nine years, and there's an alligator <laughs> that lives in their outback, right? And every okay. time I go there, the alligator is nowhere to be seen, right? I call this my white whale. <laughs> and uh, um, finally, you know, finally, after all this time, I got to see the alligator, right? And I'm, like, right. getting, like, up close. And, you know, of course, the it's so funny how non-reptile people um react to reptiles like i had to vent to my wife and i'm gonna okay i'm gonna vent right now but basically this is how it went Mm -hmm. um my brother-in-law who you know he means well whatever but like all of a sudden he's now the expert in reptiles and i am not wait 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 (laughs) not that i'm an expert What? But no, I mean, like, okay, we we've we've established on the show neither you or I are reptile experts. No. Neither you or I hold doctorates in anything, and neither you or I really. What did I say before? It's like two idiots trying to pilot a sinking ship. Yeah, pretty much what we do. <laughs> so it's. Yes. <laughs> but but you know, and and I understand where you're going from because there's always that one person that's just like. Well, I hurt like, and you just want to bash your head against the wall because I had the same experience. I'll let you go first, and I'll tell you mine because it was like I I had the same experience as you did, and I really just took all right. So he's the reptile expert, correct? And not you, <laughs> correct? Go. Um, so, so uh, you know, we're 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 sitting there and chatting. Meanwhile, he's trying to lure the gator out with bread. Like it's, it's a bird or a pigeon or something. And I'm just like, <laughs> he's a cracker. Not, it doesn't dude, work for them. <laughs> what are we sitting in the park and we're going to feed the birds now? Like what, what it was going on here? This is anyway. what happens in Florida. You feed chunks of meat to alligators in the park when you get old, which yeah. might be, in, I'm not sure I might be all for this. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever. So they're trying to explain to me how a gator works, which they, they, they he has, he really doesn't have any idea. It's it's the non-reptile person talking like they know <laughs> reptiles with every myth you could possibly imagine, uh, you know. And then it and then it just snowballs from there because then he starts telling me about these. Uh, the, he calls them the Jesus lizard, but the basilics, right? Or yeah, basilics. I, yeah. I don't know if I hope I'm saying that right. Um, you, I think so. Yeah. 
anyway, know what you're talking about. Anyway, he's telling me about these things, and he's like, oh, yeah, they run on the top of the water. You've never seen anything like it. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure I have. <laughs> okay. That's pretty much it. Like uh, yeah. every <laughs> reptile show I've ever been to, they're there. They, but they, yes, show you I... that, they show you that thing. I mean, <laughs> and it's like there's always that one video where it's like – and then something miraculous happens, and then it's like pew across the water, and we all know it. And then they slow it down, and then there's somehow a shot where you can see its foot stepping on the water. Yeah, we've seen the damn lizards. <laughs> yeah, so it's, planet Earth. Uh, yeah, you know, we got it. <laughs> Life in cold blood. You know, you name the BBC nature yeah, documentary exactly. series, it's uh, usually a go-to animal in those. So, <laughs> David Attenborough has told me more about this lizard than you ever will. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not I'm not up in the you know, I'm not like I, I'm at a safe distance, you know, right. I'm, I, there's no way. First of all, the, the gator was maybe maybe six feet. I mean, it wasn't big. It, I mean, it was big, but it wasn't like a big gator. That's gonna, okay. it, it. It couldn't have eaten me. Let's put it that way. Right. It couldn't have like made a meal at me. And I don't even think it would have <laughs> even went after me because right. I think that they're smart enough to know what they can take down and what they can't. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So it's it's like that size gator. Um, anyway, I'm taking pictures of it, and you know I'm just watching it. And of course, every time I'm sitting there, I'm I'm just sitting there on on the bank. So they're like uh, their lawn is like an incline, right? So kind of yeah. like your backyard, right? So <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm at like I'm in the middle, and I'm just sitting there. And where I'm sitting, there's like you know they have those uh, like wishing well things that they make out of wood or whatever. That's mm-hmm. not really a well, but it, it's a it, stupid lawn ornament. Yeah, cor- correct. <laughs> so so they have one of those out there, and I'm just sitting against it, and just I'm waiting for you know the gator to to just feel comfortable enough to do something. Not you know like whether it's move around, look for something to eat, you know, come up on the bank to bask, just something, right? Be and, an alligator. <laughs> it's like, let me watch you be an alligator. Correct. Yeah, I got it. So yeah. the whole time he's just like, you know, it's, he just scared away. And it's just like, oh my God, I just sat here for 15, 20 minutes, you know, trying to get the gator to get to a certain spot. And you're just like, you know, ah, uh, anyway. crackers at it and yeah. bread and let's see what it does. Like, of course it leaves. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, uh, so finally I, I captured the, the gator and I, that was the picture that I sent you guys that day. And I, you know, I was like, can you see it? And I'm like circling. That's why I was so mm-hmm. excited about it. You guys probably couldn't get that from the text or whatever, but it's like, finally, <laughs> after nine years of looking for this thing, I finally found it. Not to mention that I, I see gators all the time, but it's just this gator, this gator, this is different. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> in their yard. It's in their yard. You know what I mean? So it would be like right. the equivalent of me going to my pool and seeing a big alligator in it and being like, Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. So well, I mean, Listen, I have black rat snakes, but I still get black rat snakes in my backyard. And I'm more excited to see the ones in the backyard than I am the <laughs> ones that are like in their tubs waiting for me. I, I, I get it. Right. Okay. So, yeah. It's, right. But. So, so there was that, I, you know, um, and then I wanted to. So I'm kind of on this kick where I really want to do a couple naturalistic type setups right and i oh <laughs> but i want to get okay. i want to get a reptile that you know that i can do it with and and do uh-huh. it and not you know uh, i want to just start to experiment with it right okay um so i'm researching and whatever and like a few weeks ago before i left for florida my big thing was is that i wanted to do like maybe a gecko or you know something different than what i had and yeah 
I'm, you know, it takes a while for me to process things. I got to sit down and oh, weigh, yeah. weigh out the options. Uh-huh. And I'm like, do I really want something that I'm going to have to feed bugs to? And no, like, no, no, no. I mean, and all I can think about is you tried the crested geckos and you hated them. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> and, and, uh, you, you know, you're so, I, I imagine now that you'd have to start a whole new book of like a whole, the whole tone of. <laughs> How to care for gecko, and this gecko is gecko. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, well, I think I don't know, dude. Yeah, I think what it is is like I've been researching the reptiles for when we go to the northern territory, right? And you know, I've I've gotten a few gecko books and and a few uh, iguana, uh, iguana, <laughs> a few uh, <laughs> monitor books and stuff just to see like the different species and stuff like that, right? And um. You know, when, when you're when you're researching something, you know, that's the fun part of it. You're figuring shit out and, you know, wow, this is cool. I've never seen this before and da 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 And then you want to keep it. And, and of but, course, it's like it's like when we have somebody on the show, it's like they they get us all drilled in on this animal and then you spend a week researching it. And then just by happenstance, there seems to be one for sale. And of course, part of you wants to just get it. Yeah. And we have before. We've done that before. Yes. And it's usually blown up in our faces but it's you know it, it it's one of those things where if that's what you're really working on the next step would be of course you research you find out about a certain type of animal you research it you read about it the next step is to try to keep it and then i think that's usually where we end, the wheels end up falling off the bike because if you try keeping it and you're like i hate this thing or this isn't for me sometimes it'll drop off now sometimes in the future You'll go back to it and be like, maybe that was just that one animal. I mean, it's kind of like that. So you're kind of, I think, getting close to that razor's edge right now if you're doing a lot of research, which thank God someone's doing the research because, you know, <laughs> I've, I, my, everything just went topsy turvy over here. So I have not been looking into what, <laughs> what could kill me in Australia. I've just been like, whatever. <laughs> You're just going to go for it. I'm just going to go for it. Yeah. And if I make it, I make it. So there yeah. you go. It's all good. We got you. Uh, mm. You know, I mean, Rob is really the guy that's, uh, you know, uh, did the research on where we're going. But uh, I like to sort of have a, a species checklist in my head of what I'd like to see or especially with stuff that I don't know. I, I, I've True. learned that from the last trip, like, you know, uh, Rob and, and Chris were talking about monitors and they're like, oh, this is such and such species. And I'm like, man, they all look the same to me, but I don't want to say that because I look like an idiot. So I'm like, yeah, that's uh, yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah. I still don't even know what species we saw. I can't remember. <laughs> um, but it was a pretty, cool. <laughs> yeah. pretty lizard, pretty yeah. lizard. Like, that's it. I right. mean, it's fine. <laughs> I do know like, uh, you know, um, the, what do you call it? Monitors. Um, See, I don't even know those. Uh, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> anyway, that's that's sort of like you know what I've been doing, and, and you know as you research, like you said, you just get excited for things. But over the over the week, you know where everything when I'm off and like really off, like not <laughs> not doing anything because we went down to see Dory's dad, and that was the main part of the trip. So a lot of there was a lot of like downtime and stuff because he can't really do anything. So it was just kind of hanging out with him, and then we took a couple day trips around and whatnot. But uh, there's so much, there's so many reptiles around that like I could just stay at their house and be quite content, you know, because like every day I'm finding something new or some. Uh, I was 
uh, honing up my uh, picture sk- uh, camera skills for Australia, you know, mm-hmm. it gave me a good place to like really kind of mess around with stuff and really, you know, figure out my camera even better. Um, I, so. I've been, I have been practicing because um, like everywhere else that we go where you take photos, I have to like slowly lean in from the side. Mm-hmm. So like there'll be like these wonderful serene things and me just leaning in from the side. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. It's, exactly. I mean, it's just going to happen that, 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 that way. That way, for sure. I mean, why else are we doing this? So, yeah, it's um, – you did some, some really nice pictures. And, I mean, uh, you know, dude, going out and checking out the reptiles and stuff, I've never been able to actually do that in Florida. I've gone to places where I've seen – Really? You know, well, I mean, like, you know, I, I, I've run around my girlfriend's house and I've caught some geckos. Um, and I went to – uh, one of the the natural springs where the manatees hang out, and they oh. had a boat. They had a boat tour, and they took us, and we spotted a bunch of wild alligators. But dude, those are like those are gators that hang out like by a trail. It's like it's really you know and whatever. But that's cool. But you know, and I've been to a few little. I mean, I went to St. Augustine last time I was down there, but that's a cool spot. for you to be like, you know, traipsing through like bushes and stuff, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I convinced, um, so I, so back up, I, I'm doing this naturalistic setup, right? So I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if I could find some driftwood mm. down here to, you know, for a nice setup and, and stuff. And even I was looking for some for my diamond python cages and, and, uh, you know, some like real big, nice driftwood, because a lot of that stuff, my brother-in-law, my, my one brother-in-law, he works a lot with, um, orchids and stuff. And he takes like, um, cork bark and driftwood and he attaches them to it. And it's, it's actually pretty cool, but he has, that like, is a, cool. he has a whole backyard, like equivalent to what we do with snakes. He does with orchids, you know? So you go to his backyard and it's like, oh my God, wow. I can see I, we're all out of control in our own ways. I, I, dude, I, I think orchids are a little bit harder than snakes. Like people have to like yeah. hand miss those things and they pollinate yeah. them with Q-tips. I put a male snake in with a female snake and that's right. how I get babies. Like, you know, there's no, it's like, you know, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So, <sighs> so, um, he told me some spots to go. So I go down to, um, I, I tend, and this is the cool thing about Florida is that wherever there's mangroves, there's usually a beach. So I got mm-hmm. Dory and her aunt, they go to the beach and I go to the mangroves. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to this mangroves and I'm walking through it and whatnot. It was, it was actually pretty cool, but that's where I found, um, the first snake I found. Um, and it was, it was, it, it turned out that it was a garter snake, but that was that one, like, I'm just walking down this, you know, this, it's kind of like this little trail and like it was low tide. So the water was out, but there was still like, it was still like the, you know, the, the tide, the waves were coming in and whatnot. So I had this little bit of space. I'm walking along the coast there and, um, I come up upon, I, I just see this quick movement and I was like, what the hell is that? You know? <laughs> and I'm real quick and I grab it and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. Now the rules I'm, are. Yeah. Such. Yeah. I'm like, it looks like a garter snake, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I'm not going to touch it because of, you know, there's so many invasives in Florida. <laughs> it could be somebody's, uh, you know, like a different species of pit viper. I, I don't know. Right. So I'm watching this thing and it just, it, it, it's watching me. It telescopes up out of the thing, which was another thing that I thought was kind of weird. Um, 
because uh, I've never seen a garter snake. Well, I guess I have seen a garter snake do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess they do do that. But it just it just reminded me. It just didn't look like something that. Uh, <laughs> there goes my Tuesday night. They're getting he's pissed. Fine. He's fine. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. I hear dinging. I'm like, no, he's. <laughs> they, R- they can't hear us. How is this possible? <laughs> Riley's having a little bit of a conniption that he can't listen to us live, and he's been texting. Uh, and I, I promise he'll be okay. Yeah. I mean, he's just gonna have to get through it. So that was the first snake I found, and I found some really awesome things of, of driftwood and stuff. So I, you know, I, I, I grabbed them up, and then um, I we weren't we weren't going to do anything, um, you know, reptile sort of related. But um, I told I convinced Dory that we were going to go on this airboat ride, and um, <laughs> the one the one time we went on them before, it was sort of like the people that own the airboats own the land. Right. Right. So it was kind of like zooish, if you would, like a zoo type of thing. Like, yeah, there was tons of alligators, but it just felt like you were in a zoo on a a ride where we went this time. The guy actually showed up with his boat when we showed up. So like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we were we were like deep into it used to actually be a farm of where it was, but they they flooded it out. And he was telling me that there was um 15 about 1500 alligators in this in this spot jesus and i'm like okay and we've never gone this late but this time it's um the eggs are just about to hatch um Mm. i think they're like maybe three weeks away or whatever um but uh what's what was a shame is is that when we went out a lot of the eggs uh, a lot of the nests were flooded, but the females were still guarding the nest. So what we would do is we pulled up along. He would say, oh, here's a nest here. And you're like looking at it. And I'm like, what? That doesn't look like a nest or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's because it was half underwater. That's kind of why. And then he right. would just kind of like tap in the water. And there comes the mom alligator coming <laughs> right out. Like right there. You know, <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is for real. You know, um, but we saw them everywhere. Um yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, they had a fish die off or something at the time. So that's where I took these pictures of these big ass black vultures that were just like chowing down. And that's why a lot of the gators were out in the middle um, yeah, because of this fish die off. They were just feasting on fish all over the place. <laughs> something with the oxygen in the water or something. And I, I heard something about some algae that was cropping up in certain places that was killing the oxygen in the water, so it was making it unbreathable. Whatever. Yeah. Bunch of fish. One bunch of fish died. Alligators were all about that shit. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> so we saw that, and then uh, the only other the only other spot we went. So we drove down because we waited too long to get tickets. And when we mm-hmm. looked at the tickets, they were like a thousand dollars round trip. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's not happening. No. We're driving. So we drove, which was cool because uh, along the way, um, I. Sometimes I strategically do this because it's easier <laughs> to pull off the road on the way up when you see like little uh, reptile spots. So we we stopped at this uh, um, serpentarium, um, which uh, was very cool because they had mm-hmm. uh, you know really uh, most the so the first snake I see. What do you think it is? I mean, 
I'm, your, I'm a, your favorite snake in the world. Oh, so it's a ball python. You walked <laughs> in and saw a ball python right in the middle of everything. Right. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so I walk in. I was like, oh, this is going to be bullshit. <laughs> this, <laughs> this does not bode well. <laughs> um, and it was the ball python, and it was in a, in a tree, right? Yeah, I saw that. You were like, an arboreal ball python. What is this shit? I'm like, I don't know. But guess, <laughs> but guess what was in the cage with it? Oh, no. No. A green tree python. And guess where was, the green tree python was? the green was? tree python on the ground? Yes. <laughs> I was like, man, you could not, like, you can't make this up, you know? So here's this ball python in the tree, and a green tree is on the ground. They probably did that because they thought they could have them both in the same cage, and one would stay on the ground and one would stay in the tree. Right. And then this bullshit happened, and they're right. like, I don't know. It's like Bizarro World for reptiles yeah, whatever. or something. You're like, what the hell is going on? Here? I don't understand that one. I mean, um, that's – people will constantly ask me if their carpet python can live with insert animal here, and the answer is always no. Just give it its own cage. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Um. They had an amazing collection of venomous, all kinds of uh, vipers and rattlesnakes and everything you could possibly imagine, uh, which I'll put the pictures up on uh, Morelia Python Radio Facebook page so you can check them out since, uh, you know, they're not in the chat or anything like that. But you can check it up as you're listening to this. It'll be there. All kinds of different species. But the cool thing was is that they did a venom extraction show. Yes. I was going to ask you about that. Yes. Okay. So he pretty much goes behind the, uh, you know, he's behind the glass. And then you're sitting out in front and, you know, there really wasn't a lot of people there because it's like in the middle of nowhere, kind of <laughs> like it's like if you were driving to Orlando from the south, you would probably take these roads. But it, there's like I kept I'm driving down the road. Right. And I'm talking to Dorian. I'm like, I said, you know, Eugene Bissett hmm. says <laughs> <laughs> that if you it's so weird because whatever I was listening to, I, mm. I want to say I was listening to an old pot or you might have said it on this past episode. I might have. I don't remember. But I you, say that. yeah, you mentioned like you say, oh, yeah, you know. Eugene yeah, says uh, that yep, you should yep, get yep. land, get a that, lot of yep, land. I remember said that. I said, I said, I remember, I, I remember that because I said Eugene said we should get a like just buy land because then nobody can stop you from doing whatever you want. And I'm like, oh my god, he's right. And that yes. has been in my brain since then. So yes. Um, so you you perfectly timed that when you I were damn, driving. God damn, I'm good. <laughs> In the middle of nowhere on this road where it's just like this, like a house and there's just <laughs> acres and acres of land. And I was like, Dory, I'm like, I could have a, I could have three snake buildings. I could have my diamond python cages outside. I could mm -hmm. have a rat building. I could mm -hmm. have a mouse building. Mm -hmm. I could, oh my God, this could be crazy. You know, I said, I could. And you and the, you could... and the dogs can live in that shack. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I was like, nobody would bother us. We'd be here all by ourselves, you know, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I was like, we can build a pool. No problem. You'll have plenty of space. And we're like, you know, an hour away from Orlando. We're an hour away from your parents. It's perfect. You know, but obviously. I, it didn't no go. <laughs> took a, it's going to take a little more convincing. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Venom Extraction was really cool. I've never seen that. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but I've never seen it. Um, ne so. Never in person, but yeah. um, it is. I, it, let me put it this. Let me ask you this question: Did the dude who was doing the venom extraction have all his fingers? No. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> well, what's weird though is is that so uh, 
I go up and you, you buy a ticket. I think the tickets were like maybe five or eight bucks or something like that. And you go in and you just walk around. And they had uh, they had a Nile crocodile and they had, you know, some tortoises and stuff. And then the rest of it was just all snakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, man, this guy looks familiar. Man, he looks mm-hmm. familiar. And then turns out. He's he's one of the guys in the Venom interviews, and that spot is actually in the Venom uh, interviews. But the guy that's the cashier is also the guy that does the Venom extraction. I was like, oh, he's all right, well, multitasking. I you have to wear okay. you have to wear many hats many when hats. you you know own a reptile place in the middle of nowhere. I mean, you gotta you know gotta gotta, gotta cover all the bases. Yeah, to me, to me, that would be my that would be rather than selling snakes or whatever. To me, that would be my dream dream spot would be to have like that kind of thing where you have all these different species and stuff and you know the setups could have been a little bit better they were kind of mm-hmm. sparse you know it's kind of like it kind of made me think and i'm like and so this is sort of where i got in my mindset that i like it solidified for me that i wanted to do like a naturalistic type of setup you know and see how mm-hmm. that goes because i'm looking at these setups and i'm like man it's kind of boring you know, hmm. <laughs> like you had this big ass retic in this huge cage and all that yeah. was a water bowl, you know, and it's just like, oh, OK, like, well, yeah. there's a difference between display and functionality, in yes. my opinion. Yeah. Now, if you can crossbreed the two and have a beautiful display that also functions very well for your sake. Awesome. More power to you. Yeah. It's kind of hard to do that, in my opinion. Zoos have done it really well. Yeah. Um, and I think some private collecting guys have done it well. But, like, you know, you don't want to be able to the point where you have to disassemble half the cage to change the water bowl. You sh- That shouldn't be what you have to do. But, you know, I get it. It, it sometimes, you know, it, it helps to have that kind of or it's really cool to have that kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I just kept thinking of, like, Cody and Pia's setup, you know, mm-hmm. and, like, I'm thinking of this is their house, and they have Venomous, and, like, the level of detail that they had. Uh, uh, dude, I'm telling you, if you ever get to, if you're ever down there in Florida and you can pass by, and I'm sure Cody and Pia will be, like, happy to have you over and check out yeah. this, check out this, but their shit was amazing. And, you know, it just kind of put me in this mindset that, like, I don't know, maybe... I don't know. It just is like, oh, you know, is this we always have these like give and take type of things. It's just kind of yeah. like what you said against, you know, functionality versus, you know, what's best for the snake versus what's right. best for the human. You know what I mean? And like at the end of the day, my thing is, is I just want to observe them and yeah. I just want to be able to, to see them and see what they do and all. And it doesn't necessarily, you know, I don't have to have like, you know, certain plants and you know, I, it just has to be something that kind of brings you back to your roots you know how like when you first you know what i mean like you have a setup and i'm not saying that i'm gonna switch all my snakes to that because that's just not feasible (laughs) you're gonna (laughs) so you're you're gonna go get the plastic skulls from PetSmart, and that's (laughs) plugging back into your roots and you're gonna have that in every single cage Dude, yeah, that's that's high yeah. end. I yeah. mean, those on, those things are fifty bucks a piece. Yeah. It's like, shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so uh, yeah, that was that, and uh, yeah, that was pretty much the trip. So I saw some gators, saw some bunch of lizards. They're running all over the place. And <laughs> saw some venomous stuff, and you know, uh, it really got me. Um, it really got me wanting to do. I'm thinking like 
why why don't we do field herpin here in the u.s i'm listening I'm, you know and i'm sitting there and i'm thinking i'm like i was like god damn between me you mm-hmm. matt uh keith you know mm-hmm. all, all the all these guys well, that like live local like there's so much to see like what are we doing man and i know we said this before but i don't know we gotta make so, it happen so uh, i I'm, I'm driving with my so i went up to um the finger lakes of new york on mm. friday and i was down up there till monday morning okay um because my girlfriend enjoys wine and they make wine up there. So okay. I'm like, all right. So we're driving down the strip of this road and she's like, oh, there's a rest stop up here that they had to fence off because of timber rattlesnakes. And then without even saying a word, I've turned on my turn signal and I'm getting <laughs> off. <laughs> nice. She's like, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know exactly what's happening right now. Nice. And she's like, they're not going to be. I'm like, you don't know that. And I'm like, I'm running around out of the car. And this place is deserted because – I guess the second you say that it's between the months of, um, I don't know, May to September, is there like there could be snakes up there. No one uses this rest stop. And they did. They put up a giant chain link fence and there are signs all over the place that say, you know, danger rattlesnakes, because I guess is the hibernaculus somewhere up in the woods behind this place and they're a protected species. Right. So I'm like just going up and down, looking at the fence, peering all around. And she's like, what are you going to do if you find one? I'm like, I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to not touch it. I promise. Right. And she's like, I don't believe you for a second. I didn't find any, but it was like, just that thought of finding a timber is awesome. And on the same page of what you're thinking about, it's like, I've only gone out to look for timbers once, maybe twice. It's like, but I know we could, and we 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 have all the equipment, and it's we don't have to necessarily go to Australia to go have a good time and look for reptiles. No, yeah, no, not at all. Um, so, you know, wheels start to spin, and and uh, mm-hmm. I think I had sent you guys in the message, like uh, just <laughs> now. Now all the random thoughts that our message was, you'll start to make sense. I guess <laughs> just random things just blared it out of nowhere. You're like, what yeah. the hell? He's gone Sorry. mad. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. It, so I, I I was talking to Rob tonight, and I was like, you know, Rob, we should really kind of set up a trip for a weekend. We could go somewhere, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, shit, man. We could head Arizona, Texas, wherever, you know, and just like go herping for the weekend. It would be pretty badass. Yeah, if we all fly out Friday, meet up, and then Saturday, Sunday, yeah, yeah, dude, man, done. Yeah, so I'd be up for that. He's gonna work on some of that stuff. I think it would be really badass to see some uh, some rattlers out west. Um, that would be really really cool. So. Um, yeah, man. And then, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, we could even do that on a weekend to uh, shit, man. We could even well, go down the Pine Barrens. Yeah. Pine Barrens. We could drive down to the Carolinas. We could drive yeah. down to Georgia. I mean, that's only like an eight hour trip between, you know, I drove the whole thing myself and it was not a big deal. So yeah, we could um, totally do that stuff. I mean, there's there's and, and if there's multiple people, there's multiple people to drive. It's nothing to really worry about. We just got to yeah, get there. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. You know, done. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I've been sort of like, um, 
I don't know. I've kind of been on this colubrid kick, I guess. Like Uh-oh. just like <laughs> just sort of like appreciating some of the species that we have. I think it was I was listening to uh, the Herp the Culture podcast, and they had Nipper Reed on, and he was just talking about like uh, you know some of the reptiles we have in the states, and it kind of remember when we were talking to Scott when we were in Australia. You know, he was mm-hmm. talking about wanting to see all the different rattlesnakes we have, and all. And I was like, God damn, man, we have all this cool shit here. And like, you know, <laughs> hey, the, the grass is always greener on the other side. Sure. So it's like we we don't have these, but, you know, whatever. But yeah. we have some gorgeous animals here. And, you know, it, it's like like I said, dude, I, I see my black rat snakes in their tubs all the time. Mm-hmm. But then the second I find one outside, I'm like, oh, my God, taking pictures, taking pictures, taking and all this other stuff. It's like, yeah, there's something different about finding it in the wild, something that's lived its entire life out there and it's really cool i mean dude state of pennsylvania has some of the coolest shit you can think about you know uh black rats ringnecks uh eastern hogs eastern hogs uh copperhead timber rattlers freaking hellbenders i mean we have giant ferret sized you know salamander it's like you know there's there's all that kind of stuff so it's really cool yeah so we might uh we might be doing that, uh, you know, more often. I think would be cool, you know. It would um, be. So, uh, speaking of uh, colubrids, we have to mm-hmm. give a. Uh, and I, I'm, I was curious if you have these or not, but uh, I know we've talked about them. But again, when we've talked colubrids, it's kind of like because I'm not a hundred percent in it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I know kind of what that is. Area. <laughs> so yeah. uh, Joe and Melissa, Port City Pythons, they hatched out. Uh, well, it was just a pair, but still, Louisiana pine snakes. So, yes. do you have those? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I have, I have uh, New Jersey pines. Um, oh, do Northern. you? Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. I have uh, the black and white ones, um, which it, it's like somebody told me like. I, I, when I bought them, they're like, they're Southern pines. I'm like, nah, right. and then people are telling me there's no such thing as Southern pines. You might have Southern Northern pines. I'm like, ah, whatever. They're Northern pines. Cool. Right. So yeah, I do not have Louisiana pines, but I heard they just got placed on the endangered species list or I think some. So. Yes. Yeah. I, I want to say that, which is awesome. I don't know how the regulations work with that kind of stuff because um, I don't think you can ship them across state lines. Thank you. So like I I thought that's what where we came in with the black pines is they were put on the endangered species list, which means that you could not breed them if you lived in their actual physical range. Mm -hmm. And if you had them outside their range, you could breed them, but they could not cross state lines. And I think there's something like there's the whole thing of being able to sell them or gift them is kind of, I don't know if that thing comes into play too, but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know all that, but I know that somebody in Pennsylvania has them and has bred them. So we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. I'm I'm fine. Screw the rest of you. I yeah. mean, like if I need them, I know where to go. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. <clears throat> He's got those. He's got those black Eastern Kings that I'm interested in. Um, so I, I'm I'm watching Joe intently, waiting, um, and then I'll pounce later. So uh, <laughs> I honestly was kind of taken back by those Florida Kings. Um, mm-hmm. There were always ones that I really dug, and I know he had some for sale on his site, and I was like, oh, boy, this could be bad. So I'm trying to figure out what to 
put in the naturalistic setup, but I'm going to set it up first. Um, and I think, uh, I think I might do like maybe a rhino rat, you know, oh. I think I might, go, I might go that route, you know, because they'll fit perfect in my, uh, cool snake room. And, you know, Rob's been yelling at me for like five years that I should have one and I don't. And... <laughs> Wait till next year, and then you can get rhino rat snakes from me, and that'll just blow Rob's mind because he'll be like, <laughs> "I don't what?" So yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? So, but no, I think those would do great. And dude, I love my rhinos; they're so cool. <laughs> I mean, they're just so different. Um, and that's what you always love in that kind of stuff is you want something different. Otherwise, you just throw another carpet python there. Yeah, and speaking of different, I mean, you mm-hmm. guys did an awesome show with uh, with um, Stan and Matt. Um, yeah, you know, talking about some really, you know, crazy snakes. I mean, I, they're <laughs> so cool looking too. And it's like, could you ever think about hatching a baby snake, and then oh, it's not eating. Better just you know to send it down for winter. Like, could you imagine having a baby carpet python? That you're like hasn't eaten, and then you get it on to October, and you're just like, oh, oh well, down to the cool, and then <laughs> yeah. comes up feeding. It's like that's, I don't know, man. And also, you know, those guys are way braver than I am when it comes to establishing a species. I don't trust myself. I'd be the guy that's like, I got it, and then they'd all die, and I'd be like, crap, and then no one would have it because of me, and I'd be devastated. I think so. the ones that I liked the most were um, <clears throat> the. Um... The Japanese, uh, I forget the exact species, but they were. And now I'm trying to look it up. Uh, no, they're they're gorgeous. The uh, um, I know what you're talking about, but God, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I can't remember his Facebook's page. Uh, <laughs> there was a bunch of the stuff that they were talking about. I mean, like, and um, the cocci, the uh, what the hell were the other ones? The flower. Um, oh, the thousand flower rat snake. Or yes. Yeah. yeah. Those were gorgeous too. Um, there's a lot of that kind of cool stuff. And I dig that kind of cool stuff. I like having something different. If I can be doing something different, working with something different, as opposed to everybody else at the snake show, I think I've succeeded. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I missed Hamburg um, this past Saturday. Was it um, this past Saturday? Yeah, it was this past Saturday. Um, no kidding. Yeah. Apparently, a lot of people just pawn their tables off on other people. <laughs> no kidding. In August because nobody wants to be there. So. Oh. Uh, huh. I didn't know. Uh, um, I thought it was this Saturday for whatever reason. but uh, Nope. Nope. It was last Saturday. So. It was. Uh, there it is. There he is. Stan. Uh. Matthew, yeah, Matthew Most. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find his, because I, I got to know this. Uh, this thing? Species. That's Good. it. S- uh, Sarpentiri? Yeah. I have no, no idea what that is. That's the name of his, like, their their Facebook page. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, wow. They just hatched Ridley Eye. So that was pretty Ooh. cool. Um, <laughs> then there's um, the one that, that yeah, 
Yeah, that thousand flower rat snake mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the uh, the orange or red head, I guess you would say. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's really, really pretty. Yeah, that's cool. Um, the one I was looking at was the, um, of course, I've always loved the uh, the cock's eye and mm-hmm. all that stuff. <clears throat> um, these uh, Japanese forest rat snakes is the one that were pretty cool. And then there was, um, oh shit. What's it? Yeah. This was a, I don't even know how to say that. Jifu locale, Japanese forest rat snakes, like <laughs> have to be one of the coolest looking babies. Yeah. I've seen. And I know Rob, he's like, well, they kind of dull out when they're older. I was like, dude, who cares? Who cares? <laughs> like, who cares? These are badass. Who cares? It's I can still enjoy it while it's young, and that's freaking awesome. It's like ring pythons. Everybody's like, no, they're not as orange as they are when they are younger. It's like, but it's still orange, right? Like, it doesn't, yeah. (laughs) Mandarin rat snakes, that's another one. I can't believe you don't have those. Dude, I'm afraid of those. Them and cocksack. Because it's like, dude, when I first started. Well, not when I first started, like it was pounded into my brain that you're not ready for these things. You'll kill every single one. So it's like, so of course with them, I've been like stutter stepping. It's like, like I I, see eventually. Yes. Plus also do it. It comes down to space and freaking time. Yeah. Um, And it's just right now, right now the entire basement is full. My quarantine is now packed with a bunch of stuff that I'm holding for somebody as well as uh, four new carpet pythons. So it's like, dear God, <laughs> it's just <laughs> so many animals. <laughs> it's Melondorfi. That's that that species that has the yeah, yeah. thousand flower rat snake or whatever. Uh, house snakes. That's another one. They're pretty badass well, too. They, they were talking about the new uh, the 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 new world um, pythons. Oh yeah, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the Mexican burrow pythons. The yeah. Mexican burrow pythons. It's a brown, ugly python that nobody wants, and I'm like, and it's like that's <laughs> you're you're speaking to me on a level that you don't know you're speaking to me on. Now tell me it has a bad attitude. They're like it does, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember oh. hearing that. Also, also it takes ten years to mature. I'm like, oh my, stop! It checks stop. all my boxes. <laughs> oh my god, stop selling! I'm already buying. It's yeah. like that's. Again, I'll get there, and no one will care. Yep. No one will care that I have them. No. But I will, and yeah. that's all that matters. It's my collection. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, those file snakes were really cool, too. Yeah, that's just a, yeah. a cool shit that they had. So, you know, I was talking to Rob, and I was like, you know, there was so much there that, you know, we didn't you, – you guys didn't even get into, like, you know, the keeping or anything. It's just, like, trying oh. to get through the species. So, like, I definitely would say that the, they should be back for – for another round, um, yeah. To see maybe, what's up. Maybe we'll save them for one a week, a weekend, a Tuesday when I'm gone. This way, you and Rob can do it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like you know, it's one of those things. Exactly. <laughs> but you know that it it was still it was so cool, and I love that kind of sideways step. Like it's like just something different. I mean, it, even as different as not even as different as you think they are. It's like. Looking at a lot of my snakes compared to some of them, it's like my king snakes compared to my blue beauties. Right. Care-wise, it, they're kind of on the same level. Um, Personality-wise, how they act, how they move, how they reflect, how they, you know, 
are yeah. completely freaking different, completely freaking different. And, and that's the cool stuff. And that's what you're talking about earlier about like naturalistic setups. I have all my colubrids on mulch mm-hmm. and I have these, if I can go, I go to the, to, um, the shows. And a lot of times people at the shows don't want big flat pieces of cork bark. They want the tubes. Okay. So the flat pieces are somewhat sometimes cheaper. And if you break them up and just put them down in a colubrid's cage, they will dig out underneath it. And then, yep, like my blue beauties hide under these big pieces of flat cork bark. They have hide boxes in there with like moss and a bunch of other stuff. Most of the time they, they're, they're never in there. They're underneath the cork bark. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to get, like I put half cork park tubes in with my rat snakes. They use them over the bins. And I tried to have something like the plastic. I tried to put plastic bins in a lot of my tubs. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like the size up. So the baby starts in a five quart tub and then eventually it gets big enough that it moves into a 32 quart. But a 32 quart can have a five quart tub in there as a hide box. Right. And that's cool. And then the five quart tub also follows them to the 41 quart so it's like it's still the kind of same hide and then when they get to the cage they get the big bins um but it's like having that kind of perfectly nice fitting hide box like if you go to the racks where you can have the ones that are built in or something like that Mm -hmm. like it's almost like it's flush this is like the cheap way of doing that and I, i find it better um i like i will say i did end up copying you and I went and I got a paper cutter and the craft paper. Um, so much easier, right? <laughs> it's been so goddamn awesome. <laughs> I'm tearing stuff and I'm like, I hate it. And I'm like, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. My girlfriend's like, what's wrong? I'm like, every time Eric tells me I should do something and I, re- <laughs> and I resist for years and then I finally fold and then he's completely correct. One of these times he's going to be wrong and it's going to be like, I'm going to call him and be like, it's not and hang up. It's right. like, you know, it's yeah. Press the geckos. I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only one. It's the only time. <laughs> there's been, there's been a few others missteps along the way, but yes, for sure. It, but the craft paper, it's so much easier. And I, I let's say I got the, the cutter. Mm-hmm. For like 60 bucks and then they sell the tubes at my local Lowe's for four dollars for like 60 feet yeah and i'm like yeah are, are you kidding me <laughs> it's like yeah it's a no-brainer yeah. yeah and especially because all the newspapers in my area are going out of business <laughs> <laughs> so i can't i can't keep stealing newspapers uh. You're the guy that comes to the supermarket and empties out the, the little yes, newspaper yes, newspapers. I, yes, I am. Yes, I am. I was. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. I, you know, as far as like um, the, the naturalistic setup type of thing, you know, I, I don't know if I'll get to the point where I'm at in you know, bioactive substrate and all that. I think I'm going to take off little chunks at first and see how it does. Uh, the bioactive substrate is not that hard, dude. You get the natural soil. Yep. You throw some you throw so throw cypress mulch in there. And then you can either go and buy deli cups of isopods and just chuck the whole thing in there or like talk to Joe and set up a springtail thing you don't even need to necessarily set up a springtail colony just ask him for a bunch and throw them in the cage and let that cage be their colony 
Yeah. If you're only going to set up one, dude, it's really not that hard. And it is so freaking helpful. Like now when I go to clean the Timors or the olives or my retic, mm-hmm. it's like they poop and I pick it up with like a paper towel or a glove. And then I see the isopods like scatter like they were already on top of it. Right. And I'm like, all right. So if I'm those little bits of urate that you're missing, they're all over it. Or, you know, if you don't get a, uh, all the shed, like if they have a bad shed, you don't have to worry about all picking up all the little scales because they'll just like devour it. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's like having a little section of nature in uh, in your yeah. in your house. So, totally yeah. Good. And, you know. Dude, I, you know what's fun is that um, I was talking to Riley about feeding, and he told me to try uh, tilapia with the Kribo. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, <laughs> all all three of them took it. Plus, I got some uncooked like chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking like drumsticks and like wing wings. Mm-hmm. They ate those too, and I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> This is so much easier. And then I'm like, you know what? I wonder. And I cut pieces of tilapia that were small enough. My cow kings ate it. My pine snakes ate it. My blue beauties ate it. <laughs> my oh. black rat snakes ate it. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, why oh, was shit. I told about this? Because, dude, you've been to the supermarket. You can buy that big bag of tilapia fillets for like, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like 16 bucks. It's like, are you kidding me? Hell yeah. And two fillets fed 10 snakes. Holy shit. Yeah, it was yeah. I think I think what kind of got me on this colubrid kick uh from from when we came to your spot was that Kribo, man. That, <laughs> that they have always been Dry Marcon has always been a species to me that like I I have wanted since I was a kid. You know, and like when I seen that snake and you pulled it out, I was like, oh, my God. I, I mean, have you seen it? There, there's there's the Mexican um, Kribo. They're like black and silver and like fifteen hundred dollars each. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're beautiful. Yeah. <sighs> One day. <laughs> so it's yeah, dude, I, I I I find that and I kind of am leaning that direction where I kind of dig the big colubrid, you know, pine snakes, bull snakes. They're cool um, too, man. Like They are. Yeah, I was um watching one of Dave Kaufman's videos uh and he was showing like some of his and I was like, "Man, these these are really pretty snakes." I mean, you know, I don't know if I I don't know if it would be something that I would keep, but I could see myself keeping it one day, you know, yeah. or at least going to find it in the wild and just, you know, just really appreciating the species for what it is. I mean, the, they're the cool black snakes. And, the black and white pines that are from New Jersey are gorgeous because of the contrast, because they blend in perfectly with the white and black trees that are in the pine barrens. It is so cool. And um, they're awesome animals. And, they're feisty as babies. They give you the full blown hiss and they carry on for about 20 minutes after you've left the room. Right. But it's like when they get older, they don't give a damn and they only get to be about the size where they eat maybe a small to medium rat. Right. And they're such a cool snake. And I bred them all the time because we had a pair at the zoo that I worked for and we just kept breeding them. And I'm like, no, whatever, whatever. And then I left and, and, and I had the option 
of taking the adults and the babies with me, and I passed, and I've been kicking myself ever since, which is why when Mike Curtin got a bunch of them on his table from a friend of his, right. I was like, yes, please, yeah, give me these. Like, I just <laughs> took, took them. I'm like, are you kidding me? And uh, they're so cool. I, I, I wish I had kept a lot of the uh, different pines, bulls, and uh, stuff that I had before. Um, they're Because, it, again, it's it's different you know i'm looking at my corn snakes and i'm like you guys are cool and i like you and you're easy but you know you're wasted here with me you're also not really my cup of tea really anymore i just kind of keep you here to breed you to sell your babies cheaply so i can pay for rodents i'd much rather just have a bunch of clutches of pines and bulls because that'd be cooler it'd be different and whatever so yeah there's gonna be some chopping blocks action going on here but uh (laughs) Yeah, Riley's got the uh, the black-tailed Kribos, which yes, they look like a cobra that's not hooded. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, dude, the the unicolor and the black tails look like cobras, um, and then the yellow just looks like something completely freaking different, just because the colors on that are just phenomenal. Yeah, and yeah, I, I don't think you could go wrong with any of them. Um, they're such a cool species, such a cool animal, and like I said, freaking garbage disposal again. If Owen knew. What he knew now. <laughs> He'd have diamond pythons and Kribos. Kribos, <laughs> bread lie. I'd have nothing else. Are right. you kidding me? Right. I just fed these things like the 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 the, the $2 things of chicken wings that, that you get because they assume you're going to fry them and cover them in sauce or whatever. And they just ate them. They ate four of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, Psh, like it, dude. You have to feed these things a lot because they're colubrids and they shit constantly. Right. But yeah. if I and all I had to do is I made up, I put all that food in a container and put the container in their cage and walked away. Oh, nice. Came back, <laughs> came back. One Karibo was inside the plate eating, and I'm like, all right, whatever. The rest, <laughs> that by 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 the end of the night, all the rest of the stuff was gone. Wow. Easy. I like, dude. I don't know why we keep trying to, to, to make this harder on ourselves. <laughs> if, if the snake will eat off of a plate, just do it. It's like it doesn't need – you don't need to have that stupid fly out and grab it with their teeth and flail all around. Right. It's if it, it, This is easier, so much easier. I mean bioactive substrate, big hide boxes, and you know – almost is very little human contact if I can ho- help it because it's better for them anyway. And they're all happy as shit. Yeah. That's cool, man. I, I can definitely see the draw for them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool stuff. Speaking of, yeah, uh, cool colubrids. We have to give a shout out to Riley for, uh, his, uh, hog nose eggs, you know, <laughs> Once, once, once again. <laughs> oh dear. He's like, he's like, take them, take them. Oh my god, no room. And then he's like, I got eggs. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> Why do I keep doing this to myself? Uh, it's like I keep passing on things, and then shit goes well for the people who didn't. So it's, you know, congrats to him. And I'm gonna be picking his brain when mine get old enough. But it's just. It's just so awesome, and it's like he didn't have this very little, you know, literature out there of what to do. I mean, he had to throw it out there, and he got a few people to bite and tell him kind of how they did it 
at this point or how somebody did it here. But, you know, this isn't this isn't done every year in captivity in the U.S., or at least not publicly. So, you know, more power to him. And I hope those make it. And uh, if he doesn't burke them all, I'm going <laughs> to beat him with a stick. I mean, like, you know. Yeah, he was these, saying a lot of people are hitting him up, right? Trying to trying well, to get in on the... Uh... And he and I have talked about that. It's because it looks like a lot of the shipments from Madagascar are not happening as readily as they were. Um, some people might have bought the female and were waiting on the male, or somebody bought a pair and then one dropped off. So it's almost like these things have all of a sudden become the hot commodity where somebody needs something or somebody needs one or two or... Or they passed on it, and now they don't see it anymore. And, you know, this is something, remember, I told you that this was a possibility that that could happen. Yeah. Which is why I moved and got the speckleds and the blondes as quick as I could. Because, you know, it, the, 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 the countries like Madagascar are very circular. They, they, they open, there's a bunch of shipping, and then the government's change or decisions change, and then it's shut down. Right. For a while. Right. And, uh it's looking like we're headed down that road. Um, and it just kind of shows you just how people are always talking about what if Indo shuts down and, and there it is right there. That's how it would be. It's sure. The people who have this stuff would all of a sudden find that their stuff is, you know, the hot commodity. So is the golden the same thing as the blonde? Is that yes. the same? Okay. All right. Yep. I have three golden, mm-hmm. a, a male, two girls, and then I have a pair of speckleds and a pair of the giants. Which, dude, my giants are, I think, a year and a half. And they're on frozen, thawed, like, former breeding female mice. Like, giant mice. Like, they're, they're, they grow quick. So, (laughs) how old do they have to be to breed? They need to be bigger. Like, my guys are so tiny. Yeah. So, it's it's size, really, when it comes down to with them? I imagine. I mean, it's just going to be... This isn't like a corn snake thing. They're going to have to be like, I don't think I would try until they were like bull snake, pine snake size. So it's, it's going to take a bit, which, you know, seven year maturity. Oh, my God. It's like check. Check. <laughs> Pissed off attitude. Yes. Check. Mildly venomous. Oh, my God. Check. Which. um, Have you, you been bit about? by them? You did. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I got bit a few times by them. I haven't died yet. Okay. So it's uh, um, have you seen. It seems to be like I don't know if this is a thing, but there seems to be all of a sudden a bunch of baby mangroves floating around. I have. Um, I saw Dan from DM yes. Exotics had him on his video, his YouTube video about yeah. what's going and on. I saw Brian Barcheck just hatched a clutch on his vlog too. Believe it or not, man, I had them. I worked <clears> with them before. I want them. I don't know why, but I want them. <laughs> they were cool. They were cool snakes. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really hands on with them at all. I see a lot of people just handling them and, you know, I, I they're rear fanged, you know. Yeah, but. They're, they're, but dude, and we had that discussion. Like the, the, the lie of a rear fang is it has to chew you back to the fangs. No, no, no. It just opens its mouth a little wider. And, <laughs> <laughs> Which they have the rough scale thing going on to a T, man. I mean, I know. <laughs> they got that. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's uh, I could, you know, again. I, so when I was a, when I was younger, mm. my dad had this um, cage that he built. So what he did is, you remember, remember old aquariums? How they had like a, uh, 
they had it wasn't just solid glass they had an outline of like this might be before your time the plastic outline no it wasn't plastic right. it was like metal like maybe stainless oh, yeah. steel you know what i'm talking yeah. about like yeah, the yeah, old time fish tanks yeah and they usually had that really heavy slate bottom in the body you know, just yes. to make it even heavier you know slate bottom tanks <laughs> oh my god yeah it's the, it's the heaviest thing on the planet yeah yeah yep. so what he did yep. is uh he took everything out of it like every all the sides and he just had this i, I want to say it was like maybe uh dude i don't even know it had to be about eight foot long uh mm-hmm. maybe like three or four foot wide and probably if you had it set up the way it normally would be it would be like maybe two feet tall Right, but what okay. he did is he stood it standing straight up. Straight up, yeah. Okay. He took all the glass out of it, and he took all the you know the bottom piece out, the the slate or whatever. He took it all out. How he got it out, I don't know, but um, <laughs> he did. Okay. And then he took the the, I guess like the shell, and he took it somewhere, and they reinforced it, and they painted it for him brown, um, and uh, then he just put. Uh, three sides in it and then put Mm -hmm. a glass front so he had this huge arboreal uh setup and then he just went and he got so he had two doors installed on the back so you would service the tank from the back you would open if you wanted to you know you would open up the door and you would have the top half of the cage you would open up the bottom and then the snakes would typically be up in the trees and you could just go down and change the water out and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and he had a he had a pair of them in there, and dude, I just used to stare at them for forever. I love them. It's sort of what led me to jungle carpets because it was kind of like, you know, it was that same type of pattern, but it was more black. But it just seems like, you know, I love python. Uh, I love I, pythons, but it seems like colubrids hold that color. They do way and, and, better. And this is what's been bleeding into my brain in the past like month. I have that giant living room tank, and it is completely empty right now. Mm-hmm. Plant it up, put a bunch of shit in there, get like a trio of mangroves, and just put them in there. And I mean, Could do that's it. what I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what oh. he did, man. They were cool, man. They were cool snakes for sure. Yeah, and it, it gets me. It gets me going too. Like uh, you know, researching these rattlesnakes and shit, and I'm like, God mm-hmm. damn it! My dad had these. My dad had these. My dad had these. Oh my god, oh, dude! It's like, <laughs> it, 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 think about it. If you had the, if you had the collection way back when, or something like that, everybody has that one snake where it's like, yeah, I got rid of that. Fuck. God damn it! Why? Yeah, <laughs> like that's what just screwed you. And uh, there, there's a bunch of that kind of stuff, but. Um, it is very cool. They're very cool animals. So I, I don't know. Mangroves are kind of taunting me right now. And On I, the I list? Can't, I, <laughs> dude, it's like I, I can't do anything right now. It's like I, this. here's the problem. The second you do something and you tick something off the list, all of a sudden somebody who will remain nameless and maybe wrote a book about carpet pythons uh, unveils something that just – are you freaking kidding me? Oh, Nick's crazy coastal carpet. Yeah, not to mention it's a Brisbane. <laughs> That's, again, you know, I, dude, I finally got my Brisbane's. Yes. They, I, I got them. They're, they came here over the weekend. I have them. How I've cool been staring are they? at them. They are gorgeous, and yeah. they, are, they are like the 
perfect coastal carpet python. Everything about them, it just screams coastal. Yeah, they have these big heads, they slender bodies. They're they're pretty young yet, but it's like the colors on them, the patterns on them. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, I put a picture of the female up. I haven't put a picture of the male up, but he is phenomenal. He's like I. I can't like I can't even describe him. He's just gorgeous, and people are gonna look at him and be like, "Is this what Owen was talking about?" It's just a freaking like I don't know, but yeah. they're so cool, carpet python wise. And then Nick's like, "Oh no, I might have found a hypomelanistic one." I'm like, "Stop it! <laughs> Stop it!" It looks like every, it looks just like a hypos. ghost. Yeah, it looks just like a ghost ball python to me. But you know, he's going to try to prove it out. But uh, it just popped out in the clutch yeah. he was doing. So you think by you think at, at, at one of the, one of these times something weird would pop out of the millions of babies he's crewed out. I mean, you know. It's... Yeah, I mean, when you're producing stuff on the scale that he is, it's just like. Well, I know he's talked to us about like the weird ones, or this looks weird, or that looks weird, or this is a chimera, this is two headed, and I do know that he laid the groundwork for the stonewash, but. Has he ever had a new morph that originated in his collection? No. Not that I'm aware of. Isn't that like the dream of the big snake breeder is that you have the the thing just pops out of your eggs and it's that brand new thing? I mean, I know he's had combos and stuff like that that may have been fairly new, but... Dude, have you gone to a site to check out the hypo tigers that he has for Uh, sale? No, 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 no. No, I haven't. No, I have not. I can't believe you even told me that they exist. Oh, How dear. dare you, sir? Oh, man. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> you know, you know, the problem, you know, the problem is, is I'm, I'm scrolling through Facebook mm-hmm. with my girlfriend and I pass Nick's thing and there's a hypo tiger and she's like, what the hell is that? I'm like, it's a hypo tiger. She's like, it's gorgeous. You can buy it. I'm like, thank you. Oh, I'm like, crying. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I love you, I guess. I you. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's I'm awesome. I'm I'm going to keep you. Yeah. It's like that's it it, it they're gorgeous. Uh. Yeah, I I wasn't sure if he produ- if he was going to produce them this year, but apparently he did. So, uh hate you cuz now I'm typing it up. Like I'm now I'm going. <laughs> it's like Yeah, it's on his site. Yeah, for I sure. Wanna, I don't want to see this, do I? I mean, you like, don't <laughs> don't do it <laughs> i'm telling you not to yeah. you're gonna be making a call to uh to mr no I no no i can't and oh you will no <laughs> you will no. i can't do that dude it's like because here's the other thing is that you, you know we, we we normally talk about you know our our snakes and stuff like that but you, you know personal personal life stuff has thrown me for a loop recently because um number one uh I had a niece born on Thursday. Yeah, congrats. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. you're a tiny little pinky human. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I, I didn't do anything, so I don't right. need any congrats. But it's yeah. like uh, – um, and then I have a new – I accepted a new position and a new job, and I will be leaving the office in Morgantown, and I won't be seeing Jim every day. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. How it's, upset is he? <laughs> he He's playing the – about damn time you got out of here and blah, 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 blah. <gasps> Dude. Ah, you found it, huh? <laughs> oh, no. Yep. Mm. It's a so male, much. too, man. I They're both males. They're both boys. Oh, dear. 
Which would you take, one or two? I don't know. I kind of like two. I was about to say, I want one, but look at all the speckling that's going to go black yeah. on his back. Yeah. I, I I mean, he has the better stripe. Uh, he does, M- but M1. he's going to get... Mm. But look at that. If you look at M2 on the sides there, man. See how orange that is? Dude. That also, is... look at the hat. Look at the lack of head stamp on M2. Mm-hmm. It, yep. No, stop. I'm throwing my phone away from me. <laughs> be, be gone, foul beast. It's like, no. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Uh, so I'll be I'll be transferring jobs and stuff like that. So that's even another thing. Uh, yeah, you got a lot going on for sure. I know, right? But, I can't just go. I can't just call Nick Mutton because then I'll be like, I do, would like Hypo Tiger, please. Did you and get then, uh Do you get a signing bonus or something? Maybe you can. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I wish. It's like no. Yeah. They give me medical insurance, and I guess that's needed. Yeah. It's like it's. <laughs> Oh dear. So yep. yeah, that's cool. And uh yeah, so now you're in the you're in the you home office, yeah. That's yeah, that's cool, yeah, man. In claims and stuff like that. So uh if you if you want to enter the exciting world of insurance and want to work in the McIntyre agency in Morgantown PA, Jim is looking to fill my desk. So, you know <laughs> submit your resumes. <laughs> Oh man! Not only do you have the joy of working with my father, um, he also knows what major snake holidays you will need off. So you know that's also good too. Mm. So mm. it'd be a lot easier to get off for Australia, right? I mean, would be, I, dude. <laughs> it's like I'm doing this thing, and they they offer me this job, and I'm like, now, now listen. <laughs> I'm like, I will be in Australia from the 24th to the second. Is that going to be an issue? They're like, no, I mean, you're telling us now. It's like, you're not really surprised us that that'll be a non-issue. I'm like, good, because if it is, yeah. <laughs> if it is, I'll probably turn you down. It's like, yeah, they were they were cool about it. But That's cool. I was freaking out about that and, and, and the drug test. But it's, you know, we're fine. <laughs> passed. Okay. Passed. Now we're good to we go. Passed. Nice. <laughs> Light them up. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of, uh, we have to uh, throw out the mention. Uh, I got a uh, an update from um, uh, Mr. Haas um, about mm-hmm. the UK Carpet Fest. Yes. Uh, apparently there was a good turnout. Um, they're shaving heads, so uh, we now know who, uh, you are not the only one, Owen, that got shaved at a Carpet um, Fest. I don't know. They shaved <laughs> They shaved their heads. Not one of those people shaved their beards. So they I dyed am, them pink. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're still there. All right. I, you know, if, okay. if 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 Haas or Danny had shaved their beards, then we would have maybe had some. Yeah. Now, I would have. I, you know, I was I was geared to go there, but you know, because know. Of my, my uh, father-in-law and whatnot, I I had to make the trip down and. You know, it was cool, but uh, yeah, they shaved Danny's uh, Danny's hair, and uh, you know, I, I wanted I was going to donate to have them uh, shave like NPR rules into the back of his head, but <laughs> but you know, everything was kind of up in the air and happened really quick, and I lost track of time. So next year, I will get them next year, yeah. just to shave just to shave NPR in the back of somebody's head. So. Nice. You know, yeah. the cool thing about going on a road trip. Is that I got to listen to um, 
so many um, podcasts to be able to catch up on. You know, I feel, yeah. I feel like uh, that it's it's been forever since uh, I've been able to uh, catch up. And I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to pull up the episode number so mm-hmm. um, you can listen to it. But um, let's see. It, it was- they, they did a show on lighting. Um, yeah. And uh, it was um, Roman Murin. Uh, to join some to talk about reptile lighting, dude. Yeah, I think I listened to that one. Yeah, that. Oh my god, that again yeah. really made me take a step back and was like, oh man. Oh, dude, I, I listened to that and I started looking at lights. I mean, I have uh, in my Amazon basket, I have the lights that Josh installed on his stuff. Uh-huh. Like, and I'm just, just waiting because those those baby bread lie are gonna hatch in like two weeks. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm gonna sell two of them, and that's gonna be my lights. Like I'm just waiting, yeah. chomping at the bit. So, so yeah. that was a that was a really cool episode. Uh, and then you know there was another one. Well, actually, the I listened to three in a row. I listened to Roman, mm-hmm. and then Casper was on, which is yes. always good to listen to Casper. I haven't listened to that one yet. I mean, but, that's on my list. Or Keith's. I haven't listened to that one or Keith's. And Casper's been on the show multiple times, but ours, yeah. But yeah. we've never really heard his story in detail and he actually went into it and uh so he's he's been holding out on us is what you're selling me he has i think he's been waiting for the reptile and chill podcast to to come about son of a bitch you know you know know, the the europeans they got to stick together you know what i mean (laughs) god damn it It, you know what's funny is that every time i see a fly buzzing around my house i i just i can't get it out of my brain the blah 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 And I and I can't kill it because I'm laughing too hard and it runs around my house and it's just like oh, god damn it. So <laughs> he hates them so much, man. I know. <laughs> he had never seen somebody hate flies so much. I know it's so great. <laughs> oh, I love those guys. And Keith, yep. yeah, Keith's was uh, was also a good episode. But anything Keith does is is awesome. So uh, so yeah, it was really good. Um, but uh, it. Uh, there's a there's a book that I had picked up that I was able to read while I was away, um, and it's called Fire, and um, it talks about the sun and um, its its use in replicating uh, within reptile keeping, um, and it's by this guy John Courtney Smith, <clears throat> and um, he's written a few books. Uh, you can get it on Arcadia, Arcadia.com. I highly recommend it. It talks about anything that you wanted to know about lighting with reptiles and how they – it's just – it's a really awesome book. And I, it excites me to see that, you know, reptile keeping, especially with snakes, is um, is getting pushed ahead a bit, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. um, in that I – w- I was telling Keith in that episode with uh, Roman, you know, he was talking about how – you know, different um, lightings cue different things. So I'm thinking, like, you know, wouldn't it be crazy if that's the secret to Bolin's pythons <laughs> or something like UV light? But I know a lot of those guys do use UV light. But yes, and I mean, like, and and I told you, like, I have that window now, and every morning, Timor pythons olives are out, just hanging out in the sun. Yeah, and yeah, you I- know what? And you know what? They've chilled out. Really? Like, yeah. No kidding. They're not as like uh, 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 Chris came over, uh-huh. and he, and he was and he freehanded the female. No peeing, no biting, no nothing. No shit. Yeah. Huh. Well, how about that? 
I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would imagine, you know. Don't worry. I'll write a blog post about it, and then we'll reflect on what phase of the sun is as, as well as what the Timor's <laughs> astrological sign might be. And whether or not uh, that ha- played a part, because uh, I think she's a Virgo, okay. and we all know how Virgos are. Oh, fair so enough. So it's, uh, it's. Oh dear. I throw out the bait, and you take it, and yeah. then I reel you in. Yeah, it's like, I see. Yeah. I see how it went. Um, yeah. I still, I still swear by that. I mean, you know, um, uh, I think there's something to hey, it, dude. If I had, if I had a room where I had big old freaking windows, I, I d- d- done. Are you kidding me? I'd love it because then you can also play the room to match. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's storming outside and there's rain pounding against the windows, your snakes are going to react to that. If it's bright and sunny, they're going to react to that. If it's covered with snow, they're going to react to that. And that might help you. So, yeah. This is crazy, man. Um, mm-hmm. I just clicked on... Um, I'm so used to having the chat going while we're doing the show. It just seems like... <laughs> Nobody's listening to us. Maybe nobody is. I don't nobody know. is. No, nobody <laughs> is listening to us yeah. because we're recording this. Yes. Nobody is listening to us. We have to publish it first. Right. Then people will listen. Oh, it's crazy. But uh, so Which, I click on it and I, I join this group. It's called North American Field Herping Association. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it goes, I click on it and I'm like, wow, what are these rattlesnakes? It says, thanks for the ad. Moved up from north from Florida. Um. I always wanted to find some timber rattlesnakes. After Hank hiking around North Pennsylvania, I found more than I could dream of. I found 30 of them within three weeks of walking what? around. Dude, what? what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> this is our state, man, and we're just dropping the ball. There have been no timber rattlesnakes in my living room, so that's one part of the Pennsylvania that we can check off. We need to go start checking other parts yes. of Pennsylvania. I know. All right. So if you're listening to the show and you know where we can go in PA, we have to hit up Joe because didn't he just go on that? Uh... Joe, Melissa, uh, Scott Rugen, Kyle. I mean, all those guys have spots. and. Yeah. I think under torture, they'll tell us where the spots are. Yes. So, you know, we may have to like, I don't know, waterboard Joe, but <laughs> we will get right. the answers. Yeah. So true. So yeah. true. We'll do it. We'll do it on. We'll do it as part of a crossover of Morelia Python Radio and Port City Pythons. We'll do it like <laughs> on his podcast. Yeah. So, you know, this way it'll stream on YouTube and all that fun stuff. So, yeah, the people will enjoy it. Yes, I think yeah. they will. So I think so. But we got to uh we gotta go find some of them because man, man, yeah. the variability of those is just amazing. If you go to the right dark places, ones, the, light the, ones. I love the dark ones. The the near like nearly all black ones, they're yeah. gorgeous. It's it again, it's if you go to the right spot, apparently you're overwhelmed with them. If you go to the wrong spot, <laughs> you'll never see them. Right. So Well, this guy's found thirty of them and uh like, clearly yeah. he knows Pete, where to go. So it says PA is the place for timbers. Uh, mm, here's another gotta, guy. He found a bunch of them too. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be up in the Poconos. I don't know, man, but it's not nowhere where we can't get to. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a lot easier than going to Australia. That's for sure. So you know, you're making that trip. I, I passed Reptiland twice this the, in the past four days, and I'm like, oh, like every time. I drive to New York, you pass Reptiland, and it's always the, well, do I have it? No, and just keep driving. But right. it's uh, it's one of those things where it's the, uh, we can easily get to a lot of these places. We can easily go on reptile adventures. We just need to do them. Yeah. 
So we're going to yeah. make it happen. Uh, here's a species that I'm wondering why you don't have Spilodes. Go on. How come you don't have Spilodes? They're the big, aggressive, beautiful, colubrid. I know. And what is it? Soto reptiles had baby tigers last year. Mm-hmm. And I was so tempted. It's, I'm, it, 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 it again goes on the same level. Why don't I have cocci? I'm afraid of them. Um, but also, it, again, space. If I had a shit ton of space or a shit ton of time and a shit ton of room, if I had the farm, the eventual plant, there's a list and then there's the list for the farm. Ah. When I when I get the farm, you better believe I'm going to lose my mind. If I have a building, you need to strap me down because it's going to go off and it's going to go off bad. Oh, dear. Like, like we're talking herd of sulcata tortoises. Like there's going to be some things that are going to shock some people. So, yeah, yep. my sister's big time into tortoises. I sent her pictures of uh, tortoises that I saw in um, Florida. She was just yeah. like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe it." Dude, my 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 stepfather has a a male leopard tortoise, uh-huh. and I've and and I've been trying like hell for years just to get a, like an adult just to find an adult female that wasn't a billion dollars, just to be like here make babies <laughs> like that's all I want to do. <laughs> it's just there you go. Right, but it's <sighs> one day. So. Yeah, the other uh, carpet fest that we didn't talk about was um, uh, the uh, Southwest Carpet Fest. Brandon, right, that went pretty well too. Uh, they had that. Did you see um, Brandon holding that big pied retic? I thought I, of you the whole time. I'm like, I, oh, I, I saw that, and I'm like, I am so boned. <laughs> it's like, it, and then I showed that video to my girlfriend, and she's like, "Well, you better start training him now." And I'm like, "Training how?" She's like, "Work with it, do something, because I ain't helping you." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so yeah, I'm boned, dude, <laughs> like so badly. Yeah. But it's gorgeous, cool. gorgeous animals, and you know Brian's collection is awesome. So um, it's just so cool. It was. It, it, I'm glad everybody had a good time. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad uh, that uh, yeah it went well. It's always cool to see uh, see things like that. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird when you see that and you think about. We just had a snake nerd barbecue, and now it's like all these people in the community are getting <laughs> together and hanging out. It's kind of, it's kind of, well, it's like, I'm sitting there. It's like carpet fest sponsored by freedom breeder. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we clearly didn't do this. Well, we suck at this. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what the hell it's whatever. And <laughs> we really should get on the ball about that. But, um, it, it, it's really cool to have that. And it's really cool to have. And, and, and I mean, like Brian, didn't even need, in my opinion, he didn't even need to have any carpet pythons in his collection just to have a carpet fest and have people over to enjoy it and talk snakes and do whatever. That's awesome. Um, and I'm still glad he kept the carpet fest name, unlike the traders from Texas, um, who are just going to abandon us. But anyway, it's really cool to have that kind of stuff and really cool to have those things now that are international. And it, that's the whole point is to bring the community together. So, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Except those traders in Texas. <laughs> oh. Dirty, dirty traders. Oh, the, in, con- the Condro Fest? I don't even want to talk about them. I'm not even going to give them their <laughs> name. They're I trading in the name. Them. I refuse to name them. Uh, 
They do have the sickness, though. I mean, you I know, whatever. I don't sickness, get. Do you see Plague or whatever that one is? The the new one. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. It is cool. Still, not no, no excuse, no excuse. Carpet fest, bastards. I know, I know, I know. If they think for one second that we're gonna have a Condro fest oh, up here, no. they're sadly mistaken. No, no, no. <laughs> You go to Maryland, you want that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you talk to those GTP keeper people. Yeah, those people. <laughs> They'll give you your Condro Fest. But, uh... <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> uh, here's another thing as I'm, I'm scrolling. Um, apparently, uh, Port City Pythons is doing a live feed and they're hanging out with Ryan Cox. But um, you know how, like, you're always... Um, Mark O'Shea, mm. yeah, he put his name as Raymond Hoser. <laughs> whoa, buddy! Oh, I mean, that's dear. that's a whoa, line. Buddy. That's, that's a, a line step too far. Like whoa, too I mean, far. Whoa. I mean, that is a man that when we joke about him being the guest of honor at Carpet Fest, I get angry emails from people in Australia. Oh yeah, like that is like, like how dare you? I, I'm like, you do anything? <laughs> like, you know, freaking Crystal Lemmy, what an asshole! Like you know, there's. There's lines you don't cross, and that's one of them. Uh-huh. But, you know. Uh-huh. Also, we only said his name once, so we're okay. We're good. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, another species, uh, speaking of rattlesnakes, uh, mm-hmm. that I would like to uh, see on our travels of herping uh, is pygmies. And uh, Yes. <laughs> yeah, they're cool. Dude. Um, what's his name? Um, oh, shit. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm, he's down in Florida. He has all the cool liasis. Uh, KJ? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> you were blanking on KJ? Simplest of names. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize, KJ. I'm, you know, I'm old. I'm the, I'm the old guy of the group. Um, but anyway, he's always finding those things. Uh, maybe we'll have to hit him up and see if uh, he can point us in a direction, you know? I mean, it, and unfortunately, the direction might be we have to go down and spend a weekend at KJ's. Oh, no. Oh. You mean you mean see baby Dunai and then go rounding around the bush looking for stuff? Uh, twist my arm. Oh, I forgot you know. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see how fast they go out of people's minds? <laughs> they're see, like. Not the true believers. Yeah. You know, I, they're always in the back of mine. Yeah. So. That's cool. Uh, so. Hopefully they breed them again this season. Uh, we shall see. Um, let's see. What else do I got on the list to talk about? Um, I don't know. How's the babies doing? My gelatin's just shed out. So uh, mine are doing good. I, I have to like. I've been feeding them. I only have still one holdout. Everybody else just they're on to fuzzies. They're having their second sheds and they're rocking and rolling. The ones from last year are pounding down food and they're starting to grow and actually show like really good colors and it's like oh there you are so um that's awesome dude i'm waiting on the for these bread like like i'm chomping at the bit like you know get out of the damn eggs like i want these bread lie now so um unfortunately they're not due to the end of august so uh wow that's so weird i know and it's you know it's just gonna suck is they're gonna hatch and then i have to do a licensing test and then I start the new job, and it's like, oh, no. <laughs> there's, there's so many things on top of the end of August. It's like, I, whew. we'll see how it goes. It'll be a busy but, month. Busy, I know. Busy month. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So not not a whole hell of a lot other than that going on over here. I've just been uh well, have you already started? Oh, that's a dumb question. I was going to say, have you already started plotting your pairs for next year? That's a dumb question. You've had them laid out for four years now. It's like you know, I did, and you know, to be honest, like I had a whole bunch of pairings that I was going to do. I, I don't yeah. think I'm going to do that many. <clears throat> well, it, you, I see the upside of that because then you don't have to worry about that many, and also you can make you can focus on the pairs that you want to do. Um, I have some suggestions for your animals that okay. I think you should do for me. Okay. Um, anything hypo. Hopefully that's on. Yeah. Hopefully I get them to go. I got my, yeah. um, bale and tiger Jag <clears throat> that I'm going to put, uh, put the male hypo to. Excellent. Uh, I approve of that. Right. <laughs> so um, and then the other one that I'm going to do would be my exanic female, um, to the hypo. Did a hypo. Right? Also approve. Oh, but this is the exanic female that was going to bring you double head snows eons ago. So I've talked to <laughs> Nick about this, and I don't know how true this is, but I guess we'll see this season. But, um, yeah. you know, because I've, I've picked his brain for years about this girl that wouldn't go and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, he said that sometimes that carpet pythons, um, you know, it's difficult to get them to ovulate not well not difficult some you know like for a specific female not in general um but if you're having difficulty with getting the female to ovulate um sometimes it takes you know longer for them to mature sometimes they're not interested blah 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 you know mm -hmm. uh, whatever um but he said in his experience and people that he knows once you get that female to lay a clutch then it'll be much easier going forward. So we'll see how that goes this year. But man, it would be nice to have, you know, the makings of a true ghost in uh, in the works. Um, so hypo het exantic. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, dude, that's 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 het ghost. Yeah. 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 You have my attention. Right. Um. So. So those That's... were those were two that I definitely wanted to uh, to do. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, crazy morph wise, I'm thinking like there's a couple granite zebra stuff that I wanted to do. Um, I think I'm gonna repeat. Well, I'm definitely gonna repeat the lightning line jungles again because they're. Cool. <laughs> um, but like. Also People I, are all about those. <laughs> oh my god, man! Yeah, <laughs> but the weird thing is, is like most of the pairings that I would be doing would be subspecies and not really a whole lot of morph stuff, except for the hypo stuff, you know, but subspecies are awesome. And you can also do a bunch of different stuff with that. I mean, like, dude, looking at my stuff next year, again, I'm going to be more excited with trying, you know, olives, team wars, the, uh, roughies, um, and then all the collier bird stuff that I got going on. So, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, that's the other thing. Like, I know, I I just know myself. And I know that I'm going to be super happy with, you know, putting together a naturalistic setup. And I know it's not going to be just one. And then I'm going to have these, you know what I mean? It's just going to be mm -hmm. like, oh, dear, you know. Well, look how cool this looks. Oh, it would be cool if I had another one. Um, yeah. You know how much, uh, remember when we did Hamburg together and I was just enamored with the... Uh, um, Honduran milk snakes. I just yep. think that they are the freaking coolest, man. 
I just kept staring at them, and you're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing? looking at them? Why do you care? It's so pretty. I'm like, it's a Honduran milk snake. It's, but oh. some some things speak to you on different levels. Like, I have Cali Kings because they were the first snake snake that I've ever had. And every time I get rid of all my Cali Kings, I'm like, oh, and I regret it, and then I get more. So I'm like, now I'm done. I'm I'm never getting rid of Cali Kings. So, yeah, I like them, too. I They were yeah. one that I... Uh, one of my originals as well. Um, I think I think you would totally dig setting up a naturalistic setup. And if we went and got you a locality-specific New Jersey pine snake, like, to set up and rock out in this really kind of cool naturalistic thing, and then you know it's from, like, a county you can drive through on your way to, like, the Jersey Shore, I think you'd really be all about that. Oh, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a question. Um, yep. Pick your head, colubrid wise. Um, uh-huh. Do you keep them in your room just because they're in your room, or because you have to keep them in there for the ambient temperatures? I keep them in the room just because they're in the room. Okay. Because so I mean, like, so in theory, uh, my cold room where I'm at, fine. I could keep them in there They'd just as fine. long as I had a hot spot. Yeah. I mean, dude, I have the uh, rack system that all my guys are plugged into, uh-huh. and it's got a daytime temperature, a daytime high of like 82, and it goes there, and then it goes down, and it turns off at nighttime. Gotcha. So whatever the hell that thing does, it does. So I really just set that to have the – in the summer months, I also just set it to be like – I set it for 75 right? just in case you get like a night that gets really, really cold. Right. But normally, like right now in the side room where I keep all my cow kings, my pine snakes, my beauties and all other stuff, it, the temperature does what it does. And then I just make sure it doesn't get too cold. That's it. So what They're would fine. be too cold for a colubrid? <clears throat> I, I, you know, it's it's more along the lines of prolonged exposure. It's almost like. So with, as long as they can heat up during the day, then they're fine. Yeah. So okay. I, I, I have that set for 75 because, you know. Every once in a while, it gets down to like what, say sixty, in the summertime, something like that. Right. Yeah, and I just don't want it to go too far down, but you know, it, it would be one of those things where you know, this year, because I'm planning on re- I'm redoing how I'm going to do the bread lie, okay, and keeping them away from the colubrids. I'm going to be very, very mean to my colubrids this year, and we're talking like. They drop and I leave them <laughs> like, you know, it's like it's going to be one of those things of I, I talked to Joe. I watched a bunch of other stuff where, you know, I've just been kind of taking the colubrids down with the bread lie and it's been working. But this year it didn't work. So kind of redoing and readjusting, taking myself back to school finding out that like some people just take them down to like 50 and then just leave them there for three months and just I, give them a ton of bedding to get under and stuff like that and then come back and check on them later. Hmm. So, so the key, you know, and again, I kind of know this, but you know, I'm just, you know, picking your brain about it, but like the key with them is really the, um, hibernating them, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, you have to empty them out like you would a carpet and then you, 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 you cool them down and then you just let them stay down, no food, some water. And then when you bring them up, you feed them like crazy. Right. Because that's what they they would wake up and then they would eat like mad and then they go find a mate. Gotcha. So, yep. But that's the approach to a lot of them. It's not going to be approach to uh, the rhinos 
because I don't think they need to be as um, heavy-handed with the rhinos. I think they can be. Uh, I think they can be wintered in the room with the pythons, because the python room gets to sixty degrees, right? Or will it will? It's the outside python room is going to get to fifty. Because wow. uh, I want the because I was I told you I was watching that one video where they were talking about breeding olive pythons and they said that. They kept throwing out degrees in Celsius, and I did the conversion. I'm like, holy shit. They're like, we drop our olives to 52 degrees. <laughs> <And> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? It's like, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's what I was going to try for them. Uh, yeah. So we'll figure out how that goes. So are you um, – that's going to be your game plan for uh, – uh, for trying to breed them this year is just the temperature. You think that's uh, that, and I'm going to change pairs. I'm going to put the male in with the other female, and put the other male in with the other female. So I'm going to swap boys. Okay. And hopefully, be that's what works. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. But I'm also going to use this for uh, the Timors. Uh, I'm also going to try, I have to try to figure out what I'm going to do with the Doomerals. Um, Oh, I didn't even know you had those (laughs) until I listened to the show and I'm like, (laughs) son of a bitch. That would be the one boa that I would. uh, I love that, man. I'll give you some. They are freaking cool. (laughs) You know, I'm going to hate, you know, I'm going to hate them the second they hit the ground. So, you know, I'll just, I'll give you Take them. (laughs) Take them, dear Lord. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh, they're not here yet, but I have to go. I have to get them. Um, but I was just going to set them up in one of the six-foot cages because I got uh, three that are empty right now. So I was just going to pair them up and put them together immediately and be like, whatever. Whatever um, happens, happens. Yeah, whatever happens, happens. Right. Um, yeah, and then everybody else is uh, – I kind of redid how I'm going to do the room because I don't think I've been letting the room get as cold as it could and a lot of the animals have hot spots and you know I, I also didn't want to cool down the entire room but i won't have to because the racks and the animals that i'm not cooling down have hot spots they should be able to take care of themselves so right yeah, yeah. so it's yeah i guess i guess then you know i don't even necessarily am interested in in say breeding colubrids per se but like it, mm. do, you, do you if you were not going to breed them do you still take them down to hibernate i would think why you not? would right yeah yeah why just not? in it's, case you ever decide you want to then they're kind of like no the they're system, ready to right? go exactly it's like how you have a like i have uh, i have a male exanic head exanic i have a male head exanic this year that i can't i don't have a female for i do not have a girl for her for him right. he's just here right but i will put him through the paces because if his brother screws up i want him to go in there so like i have i have uh two head exanic males that are related and then i have an exanic jag the exanic jag is ready to roll but it's his first year the 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 other two are proven males so they're gonna get put through the paces i have i have females for the prettier of the two males Mm -hmm. but the other one is like a four-time proven male and he's just I'm gonna. He's gonna be waiting because if somebody screws up, he'll be a great backup hitter. So, yeah, nice. yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, I do you do you hibernate them when they're young, or do you no? Know? Well, I, I I haven't, and I've been kind of leaning on 
that maybe that's something I should just because do people do that? I would imagine they do. People right? do people do because then it also gets everybody it gets them all going. But then the problem is that that's a that's a double edged sword that cuts both ways. Right. You get you get them ready for breeding and for hibernation, but your babies will be the smallest babies out of everybody else's. Gotcha. Because colubrids don't grow that quickly and like know, that matters it, to me. It doesn't. <laughs> it do, dude, I have I have when did you breed the citrus tigers? Was that 18? Uh yeah. Okay. I have two of your 2018 citrus tigers here. Uh-huh. Comparing them to the 2018 caramel posset exanix that I have here. Right. Do you want to take a guess on which one's bigger? Uh, I'm going to say yours. <laughs> you are correct, but yeah. not by a lot. Okay. So I don't know if I've learned my lesson or Chris ruined your animals. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be both. How do they look? How do they're they... gorgeous. They're yeah. gorgeous. I mean, I, I have to figure out which one the male is because I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Chris didn't label them, so I was going to send you pictures, but I wanted to let them settle. But they look – they're very, very pretty animals. And um, I already have plans for them, and they're not plans to breed them to each other. So Okay. Because I have a female high con – and I have a male Hikon Jag. So I was going to split them up at least for one year. Oh, that's to try perfect, to, man. Yeah. I know. To try to reconnect with the Hikon stuff. And also I want to see because there's also red mixed in with those two animals. So it's kind of like a red Hikon Jag mixed to a citrus tiger. Oh, my God. I've become you. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's cool, man. Dear Lord, I shall call them grapefruit tigers. Um, it's, <laughs> but it's also cool because like I was talking to uh, Billy Hunt today, <laughs> right? And and he's like, dude, he's like, I'm really getting into like buying different lines and different kind of stuff from coastals. I'm like, that is a very dangerous rabbit hole to get into. I know because I've been there. And he's talking. He's like, dude, but I, he's like, I, I just want these lines that people don't have or people have forgotten about or people have just bred out and he's like i already got these coming and this coming and that coming and i'm like those are awesome he's like well you're gonna give me some russian tigers right i'm like if they breed i promise i'll let you know right it's and it's just like that's that's the coolest thing is that you have something that at one point was either devalued or people didn't want but because you held on to it it might actually turn out to be something really cool and you know, it, it's almost like your faith in the project is restored. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I know he's uh, he definitely is into those. I think me and him are probably the only ones that have the Peterson striped coastals. Uh, I have Peterson mix. Yeah, I'm talking about like straight. Yeah, I know straight ones. You straight from his line. Not that that line's any different than some of the other stuff, but he, he worked but, a lot, a long time with trying to refine that. So they, they that's really the thing is, a specific look. It is. And it's really also one of the things where you almost don't want the project to just be folded into other ones. Cause yeah. then you lose what is unique about that. It's like, I don't think a Balin line tiger could get that extra stripe down the back the way the Peterson line stuff could. No. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, that maybe eventually over time, but why do it if you already have, 
I think it's because the Peterson line stuff has got that. I mean, it, it, it and I also would say that almost every single tiger that we've seen that gets a lot of black in the backstripe has Peterson blood in it because I think that's one of the traits of a Peterson tiger. Yeah. Or Peterson stripe. So I right. think that with your tri-stripe project or quadruple stripe or whatever, how many damn stripes that one animal has. <laughs> right. You know, I think that's an awesome project to keep going, especially with the Peterson stuff. So that's why I made you take it, even though it's the spawn of Satan. So Yeah, that snake is mean, man, but that no one cares. snake is gorgeous. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you can bite me all you want. I don't it's give a just, shit. It's one of those <laughs> just things. Just give me like, eggs. <laughs> yeah, it, it's one of those things where, like, I don't care that you hate me. Just make babies, and then I'll leave you alone, I promise. Yes. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of those. Uh, speak. I, I don't think we. I don't know. Did we hit on the scrubs that have been uh, popping out? I mean, obviously, well, you're aware. <laughs> I I am. Um, so uh, I know Chris and Dave means hatch tannin bars again. Yep. Um, I also know that Lark had the first breeding of BX outside of a zoo setting and on the Western Hemisphere. So they were bred in a zoo? Uh, I don't think they were bred in a zoo. I think you said outside a zoo. That's what I mean. So they, somebody produced oh, they, them? They, they might have been. I was just kind of throwing that out there where it's like... I don't think they've been produced before. Well, even then, if they haven't, that's even more awesome. This seems to be the year of scrubs because we got the Halma Harris. We've got the BX. I mean, it, 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 it's I really think- awesome. I'm just going to throw out a theory there, and I think it is because if you look at the people that are producing scrubs, yeah, they're the same people that just work with scrubs, and yeah. they have decided that they're going to keep their collections and not flip-flop animals around from one spot to another, to another, to another, and you're starting to see the success, success of that. Yeah. You know, I think that they're, you know, I swear, I mean, I was, I was telling Keith, you know, we've talked about it a long time ago on the show. Zach's talked about it. Uh, Sean Christian's talked about it and we've talked about it. I think the thing with Bowens is that they need that nest to where they mm-hmm. can get to and feel secure and feel mm-hmm. comfortable. And especially after listening to the reptile and chill, um, you know, show where they were talking about, uh, you know, the guy with the lighting and stuff. Just, just, just little things that he was saying made me think, like, yeah, you know, I mean, the snake, especially a species like Bull and I, I think they just need to feel like, you know, how like with monitors, if their nest isn't right, they won't lay. They won't yeah. lay. Now think yeah. about, think about other pythons. What other pythons go down into the ground to lay their eggs? Ball pythons. Well, besides ball pythons. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just just torpedoed your entire argument, didn't I? Um, but you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, most I do, I most do. pythons that you see, you know, they're they're gonna lay a nest in a in a in a tree hollow or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're not. I don't think that they're. I mean, there's probably species of pythons that are particular, but it just seems like, you know, with with that species in particular, they're trying to get that temperature. You know what I'm saying? It's like so, the temperature right. outside of the nest is one thing, but they're trying to make inside it a consistent inside. Right. Um, and it's like you know, you see these pictures of Ari, you know, looking inside the nests of uh, of these of these snakes, and you're just like, you know, 
I don't know. I think I think that's important. So my suggestion would be to do like what Bob Applegate did with his mm-hmm. king snakes, you know. And I think Justin Julander kind of does the same thing with his bread lie, where he has like that compartment underneath. But I think if I was if I was breeding bull and I or trying to breed or keeping them, I would have a big, huge, dark nest box in the bottom that was attached that that snake could get down into. I would feel fill full of dirt and moss and have it somehow be like a constant, you know, 82 degree temperature um, with nice humidity in there. And I think that, you know, that female would go down there and, and ovulate because that's the yeah. issue. They breed. <laughs> they just don't yeah. ovulate. Uh, so and maybe that's why like guys like Frederick who didn't do something like that, but maybe because his animals were so comfortable that they felt comfortable to do it for whatever reason, yeah. you know, it's it, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it, it and that's and that's always been kind of something that I've thought about with the white lips of do they need a nest and do they need something like that? So we actually talked about that before about having these big six foot cages for the white lips and then having a bunch of three foot cages that each cage could get into and just having the three foot cages filled with nothing but dirt and mulch and moss that they could go and make a nest in and then constantly have that. And, you know, I think we've seen more often than not that the white lips just don't care and they'll lay eggs like a normal carpet python if done correctly. So mm-hmm. we kind of stayed away from that, but I would imagine that's something that the bull and I guys could do that if you had say, a cage that was accessible by like a tube or something like that to get into this big box filled with nothing, but you know, almost like you were composting something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, bioactive, this, that, and the other thing leaves and mulch and stuff like that. And then let the bull and I get in there and make a nest. Maybe you'd get lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. That's I... why I, I don't work with bull and I, because I, I, I'd have my house would just become it <laughs> just, you know? Yeah. I think, I, I, th- I think, I think Keith is going to be one of the guys that's able to eventually produce. I mean, the guy's just a wealth of reptile knowledge. I, you know, he, yeah. I think it's only a matter of time. Um, yeah, I hope so. He nails that in there. So, but, uh, well, I mean, it's weird that we have like, well, we have as much time as we want now, but we're going to. Goddamn right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, I I don't know. We keep it two hours and we can upload it. I don't know how big the upload has to be or whatever. But um, so we tried something new uh, just so everybody knows. And hopefully the audio quality is worth it. Uh, And if it is, then we're going to move to this. I don't think there's a ton of people that listen live except for Riley and a a few others. And and Um, unfortunately, Riley, you lose in this standpoint. We're not going to hold up the entire podcast just so you can listen live. We're sorry. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just I think it's uh, it's time, you know, that we uh, we did something like this. So hopefully it works. The main complaint I've always heard is just that certain times the audio is choppy, spiky, or it blows people's eardrums out. So this is a way that we can possibly try to give you guys a little bit better of a podcast product. We're going to move towards it. Um, And obviously, if you liked listening live um, because you had questions about stuff like that, we get it. Um, We still have the email address at info at moreliapythonradio.com. If you have questions for a guest or for us, 
please submit them there and we will address them on air. So this way, you know, there's always that kind of stuff. You know, we could always do an episode of, you know, we read the questions that you guys have submitted. Um, mm-hmm. And also, uh, if we'll let you guys know who's coming on the show. And, you know, we're always open for questions. If you have a question for a guest that's coming on the show, shoot it over to info at com. We'll give you a shout out and we'll ask the question. That's never been a problem. So you just might have to be a little bit more vigilant on that as well as also with pictures that come along with this show. We're going to be putting them onto the Morelia Python Radio Facebook page. So if you ever listen to it streaming, we're going to start having, I guess, a show post that will have all the pictures that we're talking about in the post so that you can go there. Yeah, it will definitely be, uh, you know, we'll ha- I'll have to, you know, and, and maybe eventually we'll move it back over to the uh, to the blog on the website and uh, mm-hmm. kind of do it that way. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, I think I think that uh, this will be the the start of a good thing. And uh, it sounds like like I didn't hear it. Usually I at least hear you break up. Yeah, like three I, times during. I haven't heard you one time break up. So, and here's the thing: is I got an alert that said poor connection, but it just, it just, you just lagged for a little bit and then just powered through. Yeah. So that was good too. Um, you know, and this is also good because now we can record episodes for when we go away. This way, nothing. We don't have any of those breaks where you know Eric's on vacation or I'm on vacation. Um, and, you know, or we're both in Australia or Eric's in Australia and I'm pouting. So it's like that <laughs> we have that stuff. So there will be an episode every Tuesday night because what we'll do is we'll send them out. Um, we'll post them around the same time, around the nine o'clock start time is what we'll do is we'll make sure that they're either up in or around when they would normally post. Uh, and then, of course, obviously, if you listen on Wednesday mornings, nothing faces, nothing changes. So. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, all right. So next week we're changing it up a little bit and, um, I don't have a definite confirmation on this, but the last time I spoke, um, we're going to be doing monitors. Uh, so, uh, Australian monitors and, uh, Australian herping. Um, so should be, uh, should be a cool episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. Uh, and then like Owen said, MoreliaPythonRadio.com um, is our website. Actually, it's really, if you want to see the new one, it's .net. Um, mm, okay. But uh, .com is uh, the old one. .net is, they just, I haven't had time to switch them. So they're together. So uh, and the email is info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com, like Owen said. And then, uh, yeah, for, my, my, for me, it's EB Morelia. Anything you'd be Morelia, <laughs> follow it that way. All right. Uh, for me, it's rogue-reptiles.com. I just redid the babies for sale page, so everything that's up there is current. It's a lot of the 2018 babies, uh, caramels, caramel hats. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff up there. Uh, some tiger pos hats. There's a bunch of stuff up there. Go over there and check it out. Um, and then also you can go to facebook.com, look up rogue reptiles, give us a like over there. My Instagram is rogue underscore reptiles, and uh, I post up there pretty regularly. It's either my dog, my snakes, or myself. So there you go. Um, And what we will say is thank you all for listening, and uh, we're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.